Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> I'm Daniel. And I'm Maxine. And <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> we are the we're the Bunny Feelings Podcast. What? It's been how long? A month again? Your favourite yeah. deadbeat parents. But your favourite deadbeat parents. <laughs> you know how it is. It's busy, you know. Had a stressful month. Black people are dying. Things have really kicked yeah. off. In an insane way since we last recorded but we're yeah. here we're here now and we're back oh boy and we're ready to get into quite a somber i think episode for us we're not as as happy to come to you with these things as as usual That's but a fact. <laughs> as everybody and their mother has should know by now um we've been we're coming off the back of another surge of the Black Lives Matter movement um, as kicked off by the killings of Ahmed Arbery, um, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, which their videos were circling around Twitter and social media for a while. I'll get into how I feel about those videos in a second, but we'll, anyway, the, the point of the matter is <laughs> They were they were murdered at the hands of police brutality, and it kind of kicked off a whole new wave of um, anti-racist pro- uh, protesting, especially um, anti anti-black protesting. Because yep. um, I think yeah, it's important to also make sure that people know that we're not just you know this is not an us movement. This is this is a black movement. You know what I mean? Um, Very true. I feel like once people start because honestly once people start treating black people with respect then everybody else will also get the respect that they deserve but if we are still having to bear the brunt of everybody else's shenanigans there's no way there's no hope for anybody else there's actually no hope it's true it's very true um and then that kind of kicked off a whole kind of weird surreal social media experience that i think we're still we're still in um where people were posting more were more hyper aware all your white friends who normally don't say anything suddenly have, <laughs> are, the, have the most to say have the most to say are saying that it's very hard and sad and are posting black tiles and all sorts of things without any sort of resolve and mm-hmm. um and then that led to loads of celebrities and musicians trying to use their platform to disseminate information to get um point people towards resources raise awareness and doing a Um, horrible job for the most part and some of them yeah a really really terrible job we started Um, this podcast off heavy as hell (laughs) 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 we didn't even talk about our week (laughs) just close no we just we went straight in we're like you know what our week doesn't matter. It Black doesn't. lives matter. <laughs> that's true. that's what's going on. It's true. That's what's going on it's right true. now. Um, but yeah, loads of musicians just kind of have been, and brands and people who are still going to continue exploiting black culture and black people and black labor, are just putting out loads of lukewarm statements about how it's really bad to do racist things and we don't stand with racist acts but yeah. you don't employ any black people anyway clowns. that's not my the point the point is that today you know we're going to talk about a couple of 
musicians, because obviously we're still going to keep it within theme, but who've been using their platform for good and some of them using their platform for idiot like just idiocy if that's even a word i don't even know what the word is there's been so many i I don't even know where to start like i don't know where to begin i don't know you know Nicki minaj or should i talk about j cole or should i talk about who should i talk about who's been just been doing nonsense things while people have been dying It's just been a mess. And then, anyway, I think we should get in to J. Cole because obviously he released music as well. Um, And yeah, Daniel, what are your thoughts on J. Cole, on the whole no-name situation? Give people some background in case they don't know what we're talking about. Let's go. Yes, J. Cole dropped a song. The song is called Snow on the Bluff. It's basically him responding to a subtweet from no name from what I think May to May 29th he's responding to her and basically saying hey I understand that you know you know more than I do and you're more knowledgeable in certain topics but I would just like you to you know be a bit softer when you're educated <laughs> when you're educating <laughs> me you know be be a bit nicer and you know yeah just encourage me to learn because you know you can't really teach people if you're not nice that's that was the that was the bulk of what we're saying basically fix your tone that was basically it in many words my i mean okay so when i first heard it because i read the lyrics i was like okay cool because i had no idea who was talking about what he was referring to what tweet it was so i was just thinking okay he's saying that people should be mindful of their tone and not be condescending when they're trying to teach people. Which makes sense. To me, that makes perfect sense. I had no issue with that. It was when I kind of found out who it was about. I found out it was about No Name, who's a Chicago rapper, activist, spoken word artist. So many things she's doing right now. Has a, she's just has doing a book great club, things. Honestly, has a whole book yes. club and, and stuff. He's trying to get people to read books. Yes. yes. Mm. So, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she, she, she kind of responded with her own song called, I think, Song 33. In which she basically yeah, says, with all the things going on, she basically did what Kirk Franklin did on Twitter. She's like, with all the things going on right now, with blood still wet on the streets, these are the topics you have in your heart to bring to me. That's basically what she said. <laughs> she said, why, why me? Why now? Why not talk about something else? You know? I was... And then she also retracted. So after, after she released that song, she also said, I'm really sorry that I'm using my platform that I released, I used my platform f- to engage in this kind of conversation when I should have been actually focusing on the, the matters at hand. So oh, really? actually, like, don't even listen to it. Yeah. She was like, yeah, it's actually taking away from the conversation. So I shouldn't have done that. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, the song still slaps. I still listen it was. to it. it was I'm, a, just... I'm sad it's a minute long. Madly produced. It's not often we hear. That's not a, com- that's not a combination I'm, I'm used to. We don't hear him often, so when I heard he was producing it, but it's only like a minute long, I was a bit like, okay, well, thanks, I guess. But it's a banger. That's a great one minute. Much better than J. Cole's, you know, ballad that he made. But Not a ballad? And oh, no. I mean, I guess he made it just so people can... I doubt he was intending for people to play it more than once, because I literally played it once, I think twice. The, the second time, to be like, okay, what's he really saying? 
before I read the words. But after that, I'm not playing that song again. <laughs> like, it's not a song that's enjoyable. But I actually enjoyed oh, no. no Name's song. Like, it was actually enjoyable. So, yeah, <laughs> there's that. What did you think of what he actually said, though? Like, his point about how like people who typically grew up with parents that kind of enlightened them regarding their blackness, what it means to be black mm. in America or in the world in general, and mm-hmm. how those people tend to be more condescending to people who weren't taught that at a younger age uh, and everything else. I think it really depends. It honestly really depends. Sometimes people in those situations can be, but then sometimes people who grew up and they basically are the Huey Freeman of their family, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. They also become really condescending, and I think it just it depends on your on your wokeness, for lack of a better word, journey. Because mm-hmm. I think when you when you start becoming woke, that's when you're really into your Baldwin, you're into your Angela <laughs> Davis, you're into your Nikki Giovanni. You know, yeah. you're quoting Audrey Lord every day. If there was a person that are alive that you would want to spend dinner with, you want to spend it with Martin Luther King. Like you're just, <laughs> it's like those kind of people that like, who, you know, when you're first in your kind of, in, early on in your journey, I think mm-hmm. you you feel like the most radical thing to do is to tell people, oh, you're not woke enough. You need to get to where I am. It's when you then push yourself to like kind of have an ego death and realize that it's not really about you knowing things. It's about you knowing that you still have a lot to learn and helping others around you learn. That's when it becomes a a little less condescending, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it really just depends. I think it is a shame that there is that kind of stigma towards people who have been taught by their parents about their blackness, that they kind of come off in that way. Yeah. I don't think anyone I don't think anyone maybe wants to come off in that way. Um, but yeah it it just depends because sometimes it could be the other way where like you're the only person in your family who's like really revolutionized and you know you start you know wearing angst to school and things like that (laughs) and it's just and there's just no balance i think in both of those situations where you're like being condescending it's more it's less about the movement and it's just about you yeah that's true that's true but i mean because i i do get what I do get that side of, you know, because you're just so used to it. Like, you get fed up because you, you've known for ages. You're like, why don't other people know this? Because I feel, yeah, I feel like naturally that. everyone assumes that all the things they knew as a kid that everybody else must know when they were kids too, which obviously isn't true. So I get that part of what you were saying, but I feel as if... And it's tough because on one hand, I feel like the song was unnecessary, right? Like, you didn't need to make it you've we've seen pictures of you and her before i'm sure you could have just messaged her privately and spoke to her and said yo was this tweet about me whatever whatever but at the same time it's like i guess you can't really tell tell an artist how to speak or how to respond and he's a rapper so he's gonna put it in song if he has something to say yeah which i guess is fine it's just for me the timing is a bit eh, you know like why now i think it's very sus the timing Mm -hmm. why now if you wanted to have that conversation 
You should have done it then. May. In like, the we're notes. about to enter July. To be fair, in the artwork, it did say June 2nd, which would have been, what, three or four days after. But he only dropped it, I think, like, but three days ago, maybe. Three, four days ago. So, you know. I guess he did record it at the time, but for whatever reason, he didn't put it out. I don't know why. I'm sure he has a studio in his house. I doubt he had to go and record it. So, <laughs> I, I really don't know. I don't know. But... I don't know. I find it, yeah, mad sus. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure there's a good reason as to why he's chosen to do it later. I'm yeah. sure he can rationalize it. I'm sure he doesn't even feel like he needs to explain himself to the rest of us. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, think he did. at a time like this... He made that thread, right? He did, but that thread said nothing to me. That thread was just kind of like, oh, everybody, guys, go and listen to No Name, but I stand about what I said when I was calling, basically calling her a bitch on this song. Whoa, you know? okay, wait. <laughs> wait. But she was so mean to me on this song. That's what I was saying. She was mean. But go listen to her. It's fine. Like, stop <laughs> being a child, Jermaine. Stop being a child. People are dying. People are literally dying. Yeah, I do. And I do this, feel like it wasn't. This trying is what to you've chosen over. to say. I just, I just, the, the rationale behind it is just very, very stupid. Instead of using your platform, because you usually talk about all of the, you know, the, the police are being terrible and the neighbors think you're smelling dope, selling dope <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> but like. He always uses his platform to talk about social issues. This is literally the perfect... This is your season. This is your time yeah. to talk about social issues. You chose to beef a woman instead. Why? What was the reason? What was the reason? Again, I think it was unnecessary. I do feel as if he didn't have any ill intentions. Like, I, I, I don't feel like he, he his goal was, you know what? I don't care about anything else. I just want to attack you right now and make you look stupid. I don't think that's what he was trying to do. But it was a bit like, okay, you haven't tweeted a thing and this is what you're tweeting. Like, because he was out and about. He was like, we've seen pictures of him rioting with with, with everyone else. He didn't have bare security. Yeah. Just, just him by himself. So, and I'm sure he's donated like everyone else has, but... But that's know. the thing. If you're going to... Op- like, you could just... Do that, let your actions speak for themselves and just not say anything if you don't want to. But then just shut up. Don't I, open your mouth. I agree. And then now and now we're expecting something, you know, a little bit more profound because you're J. Cole. You went to uni. Like you're so smart. You always like so socially aware. And this is what you've done instead. You could have just sat there and ate your food. But no, you had to open your big mouth. And now here we are. Here we are less enriched because of it how sad <laughs> is that less enriched because you opened your mouth i did feel can as you if imagine him doing the whole oh yeah guys i'm not smart at all i don't know anything she knows everything i did feel like that was a bit of like okay well what's your point like are you proud to not know <laughs> oh like no. the, as in the things she knows everything the things that she's, i don't know anything yeah like okay well go and open a book then damn like, she has you're, a book you're, club. you're saying it as if like oh yeah like you guys should be the ones teaching us which is cool I get that I get that some people are here to teach but at the same time like you're a grown man like you can't go read with kids you're a grown man with kids yeah like you read. can't read you can't, you can't just go read or find a book or find someone else if you don't like how she's saying it why not look at someone else and find out how they're saying it but I, I guess you're, I guess you're trying to make some you know overall message which is you know 
what like be wary of how you're how you sound when you're trying to educate people which is a fair point i just don't know if he needed to make it and if he needed to make it now that's it i just feel like yeah unnecessary yeah yeah i agree i just think that if if that was the message that he claims is the message <laughs> bloop i don't know but but then why that did was she, the message she claims why did she like make that tweet in the first place what the, about yeah about her saying that oh yeah some of your favorite artists your top billboard artists like they've been talking about the black plight in their music since forever and now they haven't made even one tweet it's like i didn't really get that part of i her. guess it was kind of like everyone was mobilizing and you don't kind of see them mobilizing i think that was the rationale behind that i personally think that i don't want to hear musicians tweet or yeah. sorry, see musicians tweet about social issues i i personally feel like a lot of the time it's very tone deaf and it misses the mark mm-hmm. and i'm not i don't want to expect that kind of thing from people but i guess from people who do make money from like the black black struggle and art about the black struggle it is a bit sus that you're not mentioning anything about the black struggle while we are struggling. But do you not feel as if the music is in itself is that mention? Like they've been doing. I guess do you not feel, in, do you, in some ways. Because when Lil Baby dropped his song, which we'll talk about soon, because I, I like that a lot. Like when Lil Baby, <laughs> when he dropped that song, like yeah, everyone's like, oh yeah, look at using his platform properly. So how come it doesn't count for J Cole and Kendrick? They've been doing that for years. Is it the time? Is it because everyone's doing it now? Like I don't get why. Especially, especially someone like J. Cole that's been out. Because for us to even point out that, yo, you talk about the black plight in your music, surely that just proves that, yo, these are people that actually do care and do dedicate their time. Because it's not exactly profitable to talk about the black plight in your music. That's not the most selling thing. Like, that's not exactly mm. the go-to. So, for people to do that, why do you now need a tweet from them? I guess that maybe because a tweet is something that's very easy to do and, and has a lot of impact. So it's like, why wouldn't you? But... People like Kendrick and J. Cole, they don't tweet anyway. So, I don't know. I guess... I don't know. I guess... I say Kendrick and J. Cole because I think those are the main two people, you know? Yeah. I think for... In terms of, like, tweeting and things, because they're not particularly social media heavy, maybe it would have even made more of a difference if they did tweet something. Because you know how they have all these little white boys literally like panting for them to say something (laughs) true you know i feel like in that sense it just reminds their market who they are yeah because i think a a, a large majority of like most of these big black artists market is it's a white market you know yeah and it's 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 i think sometimes those white fans forget yeah, a Just lot of the times those white fans forget that actually, no, 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 you know, Beyonce is a black woman from Houston, Texas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, yep. no, no, you know, Kendrick Lamar is from Compton. Like, it's not when just because it's very marketable and it's playing everywhere and you want to say nigga behind closed doors doesn't mean that these people are not going to check you yeah. if you're in the wrong. That's and true. I guess in a, in, in a, for you not to say anything and not to remind your largely white fan base, I guess, that actually this is a very important movement that we should all be taking part in, then it, it kind of does feel like this is a missed opportunity for a platform to be used. Okay. 
But this was earlier on. This was earlier on in like that was like just after everything had kicked off that she had tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in the heat of the moment as well, you expect people who have positioned themselves as leaders to lead and they're not doing that. True, 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 true. I guess, I guess. But ultimately, I don't want I don't want you to tweet, period. Unless you are no name and I know that you read books, I don't want you to tweet. It's tough though. I don't want to hear from you. When artists don't tweet, we look at them and go, oh, look at your artist not tweeting, not caring. You can't win. Yeah, I guess. But I, I think maybe not tweet in like a, oh, yeah, guys, it's really important. But just find a way to make, find a way to be useful or don't say anything at all. They even tried to cancel Ovi because what did he do? He, he posted one, one shit meme of something stupid. I forgot what it was. Everybody that posted like a quick sentence, people were trying, as in they made Jack Fowler from Love Island come out and tweet like... He was tweeting. Uh, like, actually, yeah, guys. Like, kind of I've got a black granddad. I've got a black granddad, guys. <laughs> it was just, it was like, like leave the guy alone. Like he's just, I'm sure he said like, like leave him be. Like it's, it's like the whole Dave Chappelle thing. Like what do you want to hear from Ja Rule in a time like this? Like I have some questions that I don't think these artists can answer right now. Like I don't think you should be going to Jack Fowler or even Lil Baby. Like it's fantastic that he did what he did, but is he really the person we should be going to saying, oh yeah? Little baby, please. What do you have to say? Like, we have to hear from you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> please, find me Ja Rule. <laughs> find Ja Rule to make sense of all Help of this. Me, Help me, Ja Rule. Help me, Ja. I don't get it. Like, why? I don't know. It's tough. I would like for people to speak up, but I feel like we have to make our, make our mind up across I the just... board. Like, do we want artists to speak up or not? Because when they do, I we kill personally... them if they get it wrong. We don't even... Like, we don't even say yeah. at least you tried we just slaughter them yeah no one has room i think for me personally i i want us to dead celebrity culture like stop thinking that celebrities are people that are going like the upstart upstanding citizens of society i think because we like people always idolize celebrities and celebrity culture so much they're now like the pinnacle of society they're aspirational and mm-hmm. people who are aspirational you now think that they also have the sense to be also i should my sense should be also be their sense people dinner with jay-z twitter do you know people like that yeah who who really feel like oh yeah my idol is this symbolism of capitalist greed <laughs> this is my symbol right here uh, this is who i should aspire to who i should look up to this is the person and like sometimes yeah okay they give back to the community and you can definitely see why people want them to be you know why they're role models for some people mm-hmm. but for other people it's just a job like walk of walk of fame yeah. yeah he literally yeah. said it's it's it was a way for me to make money mm-hmm. Why should we expect Walker Falker Fame to say anything the about most, any The most issue? profound, like, have, like, some deep Why insight. should we explain, you know? Like, this is... It, th- people go to school to study, like, race studies and, and, and sociology and social policy like people literally go to school for this like this is like yeah. this is theory like people read spend their entire lives dedicated Honestly, to race studies become doctors in, you expect in psychology of phd of, of of race psychology you want to now come and a- ask somebody who didn't even get their ged about 
like racial tensions and race theory when uh, they probably honestly, haven't even unlearned the, the the things that they do to perpetuate ra- racism within their own communities like you don't need, like have you asked them that honestly no I find it weird I do find it weird but I find it so weird and corny and just like stop expecting these rappers and these singers and these Instagram babes to tell you anything profound because you know especially these Instagram babes they'll be like Black Lives Matter, we all bleed red. And then, like, five girls will comment, Yeah, hon, oh my gosh, so where's your top from? And she'll be like, Pretty little thing, and they'll move. And, and that's it, literally. As if, and that's it. And it's not, it's, not like, it's not like Pretty Little Thing literally uses slave labor <laughs> or doesn't pay their black models properly. Honestly. You know, it's not like that at all. But oh, it's fine because she said we all bleed red, so now everything is okay. Where is the morality? Where is the line? Like, we Honestly. need to stop... Dead it. Oh, listen, Dead it. If I see another Dead meme... It. If I see another another celebrity post a meme of three different coloured eggs cracking open, saying, deep deep down inside, we're all the same. Like, it's, a, it's like a really pale egg, a more brownish egg, and one in between. And they crack them open, like, see? They, they all crack to make the same omelette. We're all part of the omelette of the universe. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Not the omelette of the universe. Like, you have absolutely nothing to say. And it's okay to be quiet. <laughs> That's the thing. It's okay to be quiet. And it's okay not to expect celebrities to be activists. Because we... And I feel like people black... need to get used to the idea that people on social media, at some point in time, if you are a celebrity, no one has, no one has escaped this. You will get made fun of on the internet eventually. Like somebody, will, a tweet will go viral making fun of you that gets a hundred thousand likes, twenty k retweets. It's gonna happen. It doesn't mean you must now succumb to every pressure. So when you hear people saying, "Oh yeah, you know, this person's looking funny in the light," this person's silence is deafening. Like you don't have to say anything. It's okay. It's okay to just hashtag Black Lives Matter, retweet a couple of things, donate, and go. You like, know, these things are okay. post your pick and go. I think it's okay. I think we just need to, especially as like the black community, we just need to stop expecting these celebrities to be doing things for us because they're not. Good. They have. They had all the chance. That's Whatever really they, it. Ra- That's really racism it. isn't racism isn't brand new. You know, mm-hmm. this is not like a new thing that's just happened because a couple of people got killed. No, no, no. This is a deep rooted thing that we have all known as an insidious part of our society. Yep. They have had the chance. They've known that. Everybody knows that. You've had the chance to do something and you haven't. So why why now? Why now? Listen, the amount of performances I've seen oh, in this past month alone has been insane. Don't Even by companies like I've I've been loving to to some extent a lot of these this you tweets when they post a company that says, Oh hey guys, we're really trying to improve in diversity and shout out to all your influencers that are really Grabbing these companies by the mm. by the throat, shaking tables, big companies Check grabbing them by the table. throat. Like, listen here, yeah. Post your workforce now. Post. I, I want to see the demographic right now. Post it, or I'm leaving. And a lot of them are shaking. Like, okay, well, we have two percent black people, and zero point eight percent of them are in managerial positions. But you know, we can do much better. We do have a diverse workforce, but we can do better. Like, shut up. No, you don't. And that and that term BAME has to. I don't want to put too much emphasis on that because I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing this. But BAME has to go. Bame, however you describe it, it has to, to go. De- has dead to go. it. It has to go. Dead it. Dead it. Dead celebrity culture. Dead homogenizing ethnic 
communities. Dead it. Dead it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, because maybe for some people, you know, the trend is dying down and people are not like holding people to mm-hmm. account as much anymore. You know, things have been a little bit more chilled now. People are posting more of their selfies now. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But for us, this is an ongoing thing. We never stop being black. So we should just don't, don't group us into one like group and think yeah. that oh, everything is going to be okay if you just you know add more mm-hmm. baby no 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 if you're posting your workforce and we're asking you how many black people in your workforce you said there's 20 percent baby that does not mean anything to me how many black give me a number one solid number how many black people are in your they workforce? never can i want to know they never do just disappointment all the I want to know. I'm not asking about how many how many Bengali people because mm-hmm. that's a question for another day. We can ask that question. Don't worry, we can ask it. But we're not asking that right now. We're asking how many black people are here. Not how many, you know, Far East Asian people. No, how many black yep. people are in your company? How many black people are in... Stop it. Stop. Stop lying to us. Maybe, Stop maybe it. Maybe And then also, all these... All these companies that are like, yeah, we have a diverse workforce. Go and ask your employees oh, of color days. what their that's experience the funniest is. Before one. you even opening like, your mouth and saying anything. We have so Go many black ask. people here. And because I assure they're you. miserable. I assure you that your black employees the are have a good time. I assure you with everything. On my roof. mama. On Donda. The, the depression that we are all collectively living in is absolutely, it is absolutely astronomical. It's okay, crazy. there's just no. <laughs> the noise in this room is absolutely <laughs> astronomical. Oh, cheeky as well. There's just no way. Go and ask your black employees how they're doing before you even open your mouth to speak on their behalf. Don't even, don't even open Honestly, your mouth. Just go and ask. They're the worst. They're the worst. Oh. <laughs> and in the middle of all this, we've had all so of these currents just sprinkled yes. around. And this is a really music-based, but we've just had so much rubbish. But when it comes to music specifically, because I, I had this question came up again, and I hadn't really thought of this question until the whole R. Kelly thing, right? Which is... Seeing as we've seen how many of, of the musicians we love or listen to uh, have trash opinions when it comes to black people or trans people or gay people or whatever, right? How, to what extent can you separate an artist from their art, if at all? Ooh, everyone always asks me this. But I'm quite, I'm quite good at that. I really can't separate art from artist. Can or can't? I can't. Oh, okay. Um, I just feel like I shouldn't... But that just... It's part of my beliefs as a person. Like, I, mm. I don't want to watch a Kevin Spacey film if I've been hearing that he's been abusing w- women behind closed doors. You know, I don't want to yeah. listen to a Chris Brown song if he's beating women up. I don't want to... Like, it doesn't make me feel comfortable knowing that that's the kind of person that you are, even if your song is, like, a banger. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Like we listened to R. Kelly for years, and to be honest, I'm really upset that we, that we were for so long listening to this person because, you know, people really didn't care. Because I feel, I feel like, like we, people 
people really did know. Like it's kind of it's, it's been common knowledge. Like people have watched. It was common Boondocks. knowledge. You've seen David Chappelle sketches. Knew. Some people, Loads of a, people a lot knew. of people back then saw the tape. Like it was available to purchase in stores. Like you can go yeah. around the corner and buy it. Like people saw it, and yet still. And yet we were still, you know, we were still doing that. And I think that was something that as I grew into like a, 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 like a young woman, like I just don't want to be supporting that, supporting something like that. Yeah. Where if I was 15 and I was vulnerable, he would have taken advantage of me. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And you're going to have to grow up to hear this guy become a hero. And everywhere you go, this song is... The soundtrack of every movie, even the movies of you like. Every movie you of nursery it. school graduations, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's the you know that's the worst part. I, that I didn't. Well, it's it's not the worst part. The abuse is the worst part, obviously. The abuse but, is the worst part. <laughs> like one of the worst parts is the fact that so many people have tied their memories to R. Kelly. Like their wedding day, their graduation. Like so many key moments have R. Kelly playing in the back. I believe I can fly. I'm certain has been sang or played. So even at funerals, I'm told people have like sent off their loved ones <laughs> to R. Kelly. And yet they have to look back and be like, well, these memories are tarnished. That is exactly. Awful. And that for me, that that's the part that really hurts. It's like, I don't want to associate any of like my good memories or because like music is such a big part of obviously our lives. Otherwise we wouldn't have a music podcast. But, <laughs> yeah. um, um, you know, I don't want any of my good memories or any of like my life to be soundtracked by an abuser or a person who was a murderer or like a, things like that. I just I find it very hard to, especially in in things like like R. Kelly's case, for example, was like mm-hmm. the main one where yeah. like he's literally abusing girl after girl after girl, his wife, everybody. Like no, yeah. everyone could catch that smoke. He was just doing it. And he had a team of people who were continuing to support him yep. and and facilitate that behavior, whether or not it was the people who were working with him in the music, in the studio, whether it was the people who were in his house, he his had a house bed staff, his, in the studio. His, he had a bedroom. He, he, listen, who has a I bedroom think in the their most studio? that's disgusting thing I've ever heard. Exactly. And it's like, can you think about you know, the music that he's making while he's abusing someone in the next oh, room no. and I'm supposed to listen to That's it? That's the worst part. I don't know if people have realised yet. I don't know which um, Aaliyah record it is, but there's an album cover or a record cover, right? With R. Kelly in the background. I think... I, I it's think AJ, AJ nothing, nothing but, but a number. number. AJ yes. nothing but a number. He's literally he's in, in the, the background. background. On his phone, just looking at her. And I had no idea that was him. I thought it was just a guy. Well, that is petrifying. Given the title, AJ Nine by Number, the fact that he called himself the Pied Piper. Because as a kid, you got taught what that was, you know, the guy lured all the kids away because the town wouldn't pay their debt, whatever, whatever. But then when you actually think about it, like, literally, he's he's telling you what he's doing. So I'm thinking with people like that, do you so, keep supporting so then you them? Ca- how- exactly you can't and I, but then i think that there's there's always a line i think for me you just have to be kind of like hard and where do you draw I, your line you personally i don't i i have like a few problematic faves that i've kept in my mm. rotation um but those are people who i don't like feel who? daniel caesar what's his oh yeah what's his one? Oh yeah he, oh, he, was, he was he was doing up all that matter in it 
he was doing up like oh black people just need to stop you know victimizing themselves kind of thing and also uh, he was making very questionable um comments about dark-skinned black women oh yeah it was Um, after the whole yes jules thing he came to her defense yeah and he came to her defense and yeah that's the thing that like when i listen to him i listen to him with heavy heart because (laughs) (laughs) because i know that ultimately a person like he is a person who doesn't value my life as much as somebody with lighter skin than me so Mm -hmm. like that's the but then i feel like in terms of how much i do listen to other people or him or whatever like it is reduced and like i he i don't really because he's not really like because i can't fault you for being dumb do you know what i mean i get you i get you i can't fault you for being dumb like, i can fault ig- you like being for, ignorant you can't you're not yeah, going to be for, too for being ignorant because like okay. he could turn it around i'm not saying that he i'm waiting for him to but i'm just saying that he could turn it around he couldn't issue an apology would i accept it probably not but like there is room for you to not be dumb right Mm-hmm. There's room for you to improve and for us to be like, yo, you've been reading some books. You've been edumacating yourself. Okay. <laughs> welcome. Welcome Ed- back. Edumacation. Welcome back into the, you know what I'm saying? Welcome okay. back into the community. Here's a question. If it's, but then you if it's don't like, think, you don't think that there's room for an abuser to no longer be an abuser? I feel like once you've already put someone through that trauma, uh-uh. <laughs> like there's oh, you, room. You think it's impossible? No, there's room for for somebody to like rehabilitate themselves the best they can before they meet the Lord. But mm-hmm. I'm not the Lord, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God forgives. I don't. Okay. I don't well, forgive. I'm not God. God, God is the no, but for real, God is the one that has that big heart, you know, that's re- willing to forgive all sorts. But I ain't God. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I, willing I, to forgive all sorts because, I, again, I think because I'm a girl, like. I know that I could definitely be the victim of abuse. Oh, yeah. It's it's different for you because, yeah. That is a literal, like, visceral, irrational fear for me. Not even irrational. Like, it's just a real tangible fear for me that somebody could just take advantage of me in any situation. And there's been loads of times when I've been vulnerable because, like, I've... Everybody knows I talk about my mental health like very flippantly. So like mm-hmm. those those are times that like I've been vulnerable because of my mental health, and I'm just like, mm, someone could have really taken advantage of me in this in this moment in time. Yeah. So if you have taken advantage of somebody who's in a really low position, because that's usually what abusers do, yeah, then I I have no empathy, no sympathy, nothing for you. I hope that you say your prayers and pray to whichever God you believe in or do whatever spiritual thing you need to be doing before you meet the earth because I promise you people will spit on your grave. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. So this all I have to say is even if you have the room to, to change, people don't have the capacity to change that much in my head. Fair enough. Fair enough. So Fair I, enough. I can't, like, you know, if people want to forgive R. Kelly, that's your business. Also, you won't be forgiven. <laughs> also you're going into that pile I don't want it I hate you what do you think uh okay so as you know I listen to all, all sorts of music right so for me when I look when I look at certain artists I'm like I look at the things they do and the things they promote in their music and for me, it's tough for me to pretend as it. Because on one hand, I agree. Like, I stopped listening to R. Kelly. Because I was like, this guy's nasty. This is horrible. But then I was like, but I haven't stopped listening to this person and that person and this person. Mm. Like, mm. so I had to kind of ask myself, like, 
did I stop listening to R. Kelly because everybody else was talking about it and because it was bait? Because I knew... Mm. I'm not going to say I was... I wasn't really listening to R. Kelly beforehand, but I definitely had, like, loads of songs that, fe- that he's featured on mm. in my like in my playlists. So when that whole thing happened, everyone was kind of like, yup, no more R. Kelly. But I was like, why did it take us this long? And then I was like, do we really care? And for me, I had to ask myself, do I really care? Because I'm comfortable saying, yo... I care about some things, but just not that much. I, I'm comfortable saying that. <laughs> and I, I, I don't get how ah. people Because it's, it's the we truth. We applaud like, you for your honesty. Because <laughs> like, people are fake. Like, people pretend as if, oh yeah, every single social issue that hurts them. No, it doesn't. A lot of you don't care about gay rights. You don't give a damn. You really don't. And it's obvious Period. by like, Period. In fact, Period. Just, and this this is a con- this is like very bad J. Cole timing to say this. But I feel like even a lot of black people wouldn't care about black people if not for the fact that they have the burden of being black honestly and you can tell by the way they treat other marginalized groups Mm -hmm. like the way they treat Mm -hmm. gay people trans people whoever else is is or or even women sometimes you can tell like okay look you actually don't care about black people it's just that you're black so you have no choice but to march along you know so i feel like when it came to music i was just like how much do i really care because again i listen to people like as I've, names I've mentioned many times, Freddie Gibbs, Benny the Butcher, like Pusha T, I listen to these guys often. And I'm like, the things these guys promote, like these guys, and it's not even like they're repentant, you know? Like these are semi-repentant drug dealers, drug peddlers, right? And it's like... Not semi-repent. <laughs> no, because, you know, every every now and then they kind of tell no. you the bad side, like, you know, I lost my friend, but look how much money I got. Like it, they're always doing... Like L-O-L. both sides. Okay, you know, yeah. You know, like my mom got a house raided, but at the same time, look at my coop. You know, like <laughs> I whip oh. it. So oh, no. it's oh, like no. these people aren't exactly remorseful. If they were, it'd be like, okay, maybe. But then they're not remorseful at all. And yet I still support them. Rick Ross, what? We, we support Rick Ross all the time. We all love Rick Ross. Even though we hear what he talks about. We don't care. <laughs> we don't give a damn. So it's like, how much can we really say we care about people's struggles? And do we only that cancel people if we f- do we only cancel people if we feel like we can see ourselves in that situation? Yeah, but I think I like, that's ultimately what it is. It must be. That's ultimately that's what, what it is. That's what I was like. Is that like that's like when when people say they're still listening to R. Kelly, I can't honestly say, oh, how could you? It's like fair because like I don't know anybody that's. I know very few people that have completely cut out all detritus from their playlist. Like, every single inch of dirt or any speck of impurity from their playlist. I know very few people. So, when I hear people, like, keeping those standards, it's like, well, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm torn. That's my answer. I'm torn. I don't know. Yeah, even I'm with... torn too. Go on. I just, I, I, obviously, you know, music is an escape and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I guess... I guess it's really hard because now we are in a situation where celebrities do have these platforms that like I I wish they didn't but they do. Yeah. Which means that they kind of have to they kind of have to represent some sort oh, of yeah. goodness. Oh yeah. 100%. Some sort of moral It's a responsibility that comes purpose. with the power. It's a yeah. responsibility that comes with the power exactly. Like and I this is the thing I wish they didn't have to have that power because at the end of the, the day it's a job. And for every other job, mm-hmm. we don't have a morality clause like that. But um, that's true. But, that's a fact. But for them, they do. It's a, it's just it's an unspoken thing. It's a thing where people will not 
be consumers of your product if you are not of a certain moral standard and it's just that's just one of those things and so I feel like we can't really we're not we don't have the luxury to kind of listen to music separately from the people that create the music now because the people it's now a whole package you know it's not like oh we're listening to this incredible symphony by this this incredible you know unknown person and they're still going to get all the sales without all of us seeing like their visuals, their Instagram, their Twitter. Like now that we have a more globalized, more digitalized world where we're, we literally have mm-hmm. access to these people's lives and homes. We have access to yep. where they're living. We have access to what kind of houses they're buying, what kind of cars they're buying, where they go to buy their like grocery stores, like where they go to like for their skincare routines, everything. everything. Like- we, we know where they are right we can, now. We literally know where they are right now. Like it's not hard for me to pinpoint where people are, what city they're in, like who they're like, you know, we 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 can literally we have so much access to these people's lives that mm-hmm. it doesn't like the music just is not enough anymore. We have we now are like passively taking part in their lives because we follow them. You know, some people actively, some people literally dedicate their lives to making like fan accounts on Instagram and Twitter and like fan pages on Facebook because that's their whole We're going to do an episode on Stan Twitter one day. We will definitely talk about Stan Twitter. I have so many feelings. Um, Though right now I'm kind of loving um, J-pop and K-pop Twitter. Loving them. Yeah, they're loving the them. They're lie. doing the Lord's work right now. But um, but anyway, they really. But are. we'll talk about that another time. But they're literally people who dedicate their lives to these people, and so now they kind of mm-hmm. owe us goodness. They kind of owe it to us. It's sick. It's sick because they didn't sign up for it, but they owe it to us. And so now, the the art that you produce, that is, we own it now. We own it, and we want to be able mm-hmm. to own all of it as a package. And if we can't buy yeah. into who you are as a person, we're not going to buy into the music so that we can't even listen to people anymore without just kind of like enjoying, oh, this is a body of work and I like it without wondering, okay, but who's behind the body of work? Yeah. So we don't true. have the luxury of just being like, oh, we just listen to music for listening to music. Because even then, by taking that stance, it's kind of like being apolitical and being apolitical is still a political stance. You know what I mean? That's a fact. It's crazy, by the way, that just caring about other human beings has become like a, a political thing. But one thing you said that I, I, that's super true, the fact that it's only musicians that have this burden. In fact, no, not even musicians, hip hop. It's only hip hop musicians that have this responsibility to be socially aware and comment yep. on things. Yep. And especially black musicians, like we don't see that in any other genre. No, no one I cares. I remember, Rock, what was it? Was it Taylor Swift? pop. No one gives a Taylor damn. Taylor Swift, um, she did her documentary. It was, I think, what was it called? It was on Netflix. Americana, where she mm-hmm. like is on tour and she's like talking about the hardships of being a woman in business and going on tour and blah, 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 blah. blah. I don't really care about Taylor Swift. It's too tough. But the bit that really got me <laughs> yeah. was when she was like talking to her management, who is like her dad and someone else, about how she can't be silent anymore about things like Trump. And she now wants to use her platform mm-hmm. to speak and tweet out and like speak out against all of that. But her entire career, she hadn't done anything until the election. The election was when? Yeah. 2016. 2016. November. Yeah, November 2016. Really, sis? She, I know we were mm-hmm. bumping Taylor Swift in 2009. You could have said something then. 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we've, we, it's it's, it's not true. like we've we've been lacking in the issues for you to speak out on them. Even if you're going to be like a white feminist, like Emma Watson, and just only speak about white women's problems, fine. But you didn't even say anything about that. I do feel like because there's no good, there, there's no right way to say this, but George Floyd's death and the recording was a perfect one because I feel like that was one of the first ones in which people really couldn't be like okay, well, maybe he shouldn't have resisted or he shouldn't have, like, no. There was no excuse. Because the first mainstream one was... Who was the, the boy that had the skills? What's his name? Tamir Rice? No, no, before that. Like, the really popular... The very first one, he was walking home with skills. Was it not Tamir Rice? And Ice-T. No, Tamir Rice was the 12-year-old. I can't believe I forgot his name. George Zimmerman killed him. That guy. Uh, uh, oh, this is gonna piss me off. Oh my god, have I forgotten his name? Oh, this is bad. We're gonna have to edit this out. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll leave it in. We'll leave it in. <laughs> Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. Oh my god, that was gonna piss me off. That's how many. That's how many's been. We're even forgetting names. It's been so many since. It has been so many since. It has. Like even he, even that, even like. Like, it's been going on for ages, but I feel like I was saying that George Floyd's murder was, like, the perfect one because even with Trayvon Martin, people are like, well, he was a criminal and, you know... And these aren't good excuses, by the way. These are awful... Like, no one... He shouldn't be killed by Neighborhood Watch, but people always had a reason, like, oh, yeah, he beat up the old man, you know, or, people, or, or he beat up George Zimmerman, or people would say things like, okay, well, he shouldn't have been resisting. In, in the case of Philandre, like Philandre Castile... He was like, okay, well, he reached for his gun. The officer got scared. Again, not an excuse to shoot how many rounds into a car with an eight with an eight month old child. But again, they did it anyway. But I feel like with this case, there was literally nothing that you could point out apart from, no, that's messed up. Like we watched this man lose his life for eight minutes. Well, you guys watched it. And I didn't watch those videos. I was gonna say. Oh yeah. I was just going like, to say. I had to. Because I feel like it's just just out, out of like I feel like just duty to just look and see like what actually yeah. happened. He knelt he knelt on that man's neck for eight minutes, and for two of those for two of those minutes the guy was unconscious. I know. Like, it was ridiculous. So I and was the like, officer knew him, and he called out for, like he literally yes. called out for his mom in his dying breath. Like that is insane. It was the saddest thing. I've, that was one easily the, the, the saddest thing I've ever watched. Easily, easily. I couldn't believe it. And on top of that, I feel like Brianna Taylor would have been the same thing if we had video footage. Mm. I can only imagine, like, the, the world would go ballistic if they had video footage of what happened mm. to that woman. I can only imagine. But, yeah, I feel like that's the only reason change happened because this was so undeniable. That's how desensitized we are. Like, we need a, a quote-unquote perfect death before people, before people go, okay, nope, let's get up. <laughs> it has to end you know and and even since then we've had loads more we have it, has, it hasn't stopped it hasn't, it hasn't stopped, stopped. <laughs> like, people are getting killed at the protests please it's just I, I think man. also going back quickly to the Taylor Swift thing I think what what annoyed me mm-hmm. about that moment was that like she was like oh I'm not going to be silent anymore I'm going to speak out and it was supposed to be like, some sort of like empowering thing but for me I was like that is literal privilege that you're you've been able to be one of the most successful like music artists like of our generation and not not have have to to open your mouth to say anything but it's always that sort of like that perfect black person that black excellence that we're supposed to like 
aspire to all the time that in all of our fields we have to be perfectly eloquent we have to know everything about everything yep. we have to you know be read up on our race theory and we have to basically always be activists even if someone just wants to be a pop artist even if someone wants to be the next, like yep. what what if i want to be like a taylor swift and i'm just black what if i want to just talk about the boys that yep. i dated you don't get i don't get don't i don't get, get, that, get privilege. that privilege of being able to speak about just nonsense even as a you writer you try but you like, get I'm, slaughtered in as my like in my writing obviously i do have a bit more, more of like a political lens but that's because i am a political person but i feel like mm-hmm. as if i wanted to just write about grass people would be like but maxine why do you want to write about grass and it's like well ted hughes wrote about grass don't we all have to write yeah. about don't we literally all learn about ted hughes this is a great amazing poet that has like changed the face of poetry, yep. even though everything that he's written is boring. And he also killed both of his <laughs> wives. And you can't tell me that he didn't because <laughs> both of them, both of them killing themselves by putting their head in the oven. Babes. Ted Hughes is a murderer. But anyway, like, you know, we all have to, he's like a, oh a staple of the curriculum and he's able to write about whatever he wants. Yeah. But us as like black artists, we have to write about the black oh, no black people can't make ex- trigger music experience and, and and even if you do when big situations come up you're the, you're the first people you're the first yeah you're the first people that everyone will look at and go well what do you have to say you know like no one's looking at white no on, one no one looked at post malone and said hey yo what, what do, do you, you think, think? No what cared. are your thoughts on the on the matter you, we, that's the In that's fact, the sick a few years ago charlemagne actually asked him asked him and said yo what, what have you done for the Black Lives Matter movement? Because Charlemagne felt like he's just a culture vulture for a long time. He is. Before everyone else did. So, and like, the guy was just shuffling, had nothing to say. And Charlemagne's like, mm, okay. And people are like, Charlemagne, why did you do that? Like, he's just an artist and trying to have fun. You don't have to do that. But now, looking back, it's like, he, he was ahead. Like, he was really ahead of us because in times like this, we're really looking out going, okay, so all you lot that make money off us, when we're all now crying together, you're where exactly Exactly. and this is what i keep saying is that what we keep waiting for these celebrities to be these messiahs for us and i'm just i don't get why because this is not the first time that racism is happening this is not the first time that we've experienced you know we have literally like our generation especially like our age like people who are like you know age bracket 20 to 25 right we have literally since puberty until now when we're like becoming adults have watched black people die and there'd be like an outcry, mm-hmm. like a national, international outcry for like a good 10, 12 years. And we've just internalized it and internalized it and internalized it. And it's not the first time. We're just yeah. tired now. We're just tired of having to deal with it all the time. We're tired of like our mm-hmm. musicians have not being paid as much. We're tired of like so many things. Like we're just tired. And like loads of our like little brothers and sisters are going to grow up with literally just knowing that black people are just going to die and no one's going to care. So when yep. you're waiting for these... I thought about th- that. Think about it. So when you're waiting for when, all these celebrities to speak about things, they don't even... Like, mm-hmm. why are you waiting for them to speak about it now? They should have been speaking about it when we were, like, literally inheriting Ages the, the trauma back yep. then when Trayvon was dying. Back then when Mark Duggan was dying. Like, all of those things. Like, wh- when when were you... When would they open their mouths? They, de- they never did. So I'm not going to expect you to open your mm-hmm. mouth now when we've literally been experiencing racism since the beginning of time. And you don't care. Honestly, honestly. Oh, sorry. It's the worst, man. It's just, I just, I just, no. I just feel like 
it was important for us to have this conversation now because we will go on about talking about you know other things like other more music related things but i just feel like it's important to know that our musicians and our celebrities our actors all these people who like serve us in terms of like entertainment are in an industry Mm -hmm. that you know they they're not going to be the next presidents of anything they're not they're not trying to be political we shouldn't be waiting for these people to say things we should just be mobilizing and if they are using their platform for good then okay if they're not using their platform for good yeah well shit look at it like a bonus like okay great they're doing something but if they're not then it's like well that's i'm not gonna expect you to do anything you know yeah i think it's common decency to help other people but if they're not using that common decency then then well, the Lord will deal with you. Then they're not. You, then they're they're not doing we'll it. We'll leave you like, behind in the revolution. When the revolution comes, we know who to rob. Now we know. Yeah. Post Malone. Yeah, your house is, is, is higher than that. Post list. Malone, your your house is on the top of that list. Your house is there. We're coming to you for it first. That should <laughs> yeah. that should just be it. We should just stop talking and stop waiting for people to speak, and we'll just rob them first. We'll rob them first. But we're saying all this. People are still gonna. As soon as this quarantine's over, like in fact, even now, people are still gonna like bumlick celebrities like I, I don't think I feel like there will be it'll, it'll happen less for now but I, I don't know how long it will last honestly because people are so obsessed with that idea of living, the, living high life, the high life no matter no matter who listen for it, this is or who has as to get or your, who, has, who has to get shagged on the way up the ladder? No one as cares. your resident communist auntie, as your resident communist auntie, ban the means of con- <laughs> ban the means of production, fam. The, you, no, for people, for all <laughs> those people to win, all of us have to lose. All of us have to lose. That's literally the game. The for fact. someone to win, we have to lose. So literally, all of us, millions of people, are losing just so Preach just it. so that they can continue to have the world's global wealth in the palm of their hands and not do anything about it. So stop it, stop your capitalist dreams, stop it. It's not going to happen for you. It's not. Oh. And celebrities, man. Bond celebrities, the eat the rich. We're du- we're tired. We're literally tired. Stop it. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> Don't do it anymore. Stop. It truly is insane. <sighs> I, I hope this change is long lasting. I really do. I, I me listen, me too. Me too. I hope there is a long lasting change. I hope there's a I hope now people are now looking thinking long and hard about who they're valuing and what they're valuing them for. And yeah. re, realigning and those values to just match COVID as well. Because mm. coronavirus is still out there. And I feel like that too, on top of, you know, Black Lives Matter being pushed forward again. I feel like both of those things together are really helping people be like, okay, what matters? Like, what have I been spending my time caring about that all of a sudden seems to mean nothing? When my re- when I found out my relative or myself or a friend's relative or a friend was suddenly suffering from coronavirus or whatever it may be, like, because I feel like this these past three months have really helped put a lot of things in perspective for everyone. A lot of things. Like, a like, lot of people will be scared here. What do I really here. care about? A lot of people will be scared. And I'll name them. <laughs> yeah. Listen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a truth. It's a truth. I'm happy though. Change. I, I feel like good change is coming. Even in the midst of all this sadness and this trauma. <laughs> because, what, I mean, in the, in the last, just to touch on this briefly, the last, what, few few days we've seen people come out against artists for sexual abuse particularly in the uk we've seen people's names being dropped 
I've seen Kojo funds be mentioned. I've seen Ooh, who else? Man. Fredo get mentioned. The Kojo funds thing. Talking to underage, underage kids. girls. I don't know what is going on. There's a reckoning that we're we're live we're living through, and I think we all need to go through this terrible growing pain in order for us to then move yes. forward and know. I feel like this is gonna be a good year of growth. Good for year a lot of, of growth. And, and this is Thinking year. about what you're doing, who you're supporting, how you are also perpetuating systems of inequality you know just think mm-hmm. about that and then think about the values that we're placing on these damn celebrities we need to think about that because now mm-hmm. we're all just disappointed in our idols and things like that when really they shouldn't have been idols in the first place they didn't they weren't worthy of your brain space and your time they weren't because now here we are dying literally having to fight for our lives in the midst of a pandemic and these people are just like, oh, you know what, guys? We all bleed red. No, it's not the time. It's not the time for all, all of us <laughs> bleeding sure looking, red. I'm sure you're looking at the money you spent on those artists like, mm, I, I, could, I could be doing it with that right you know? now. Now you're unemployed. Now you're unemployed. Almost kicked out of your house. About to be evicted. You're looking at those concert tickets. It wasn't worth it, was it? <laughs> those of you that... I know Afro Nation finally refunded your tickets because they realised that, like, you know, a big lawsuit was coming. But I'm sure a lot of you are looking back thinking, wow, where if, where if you didn't get your money back? Some of you spent so much on plane tickets and on the tickets themselves. Uh-huh. And and some of you are now unemployed. And you're now thinking, and when that money hit, you were like, thank Jesus, I can live another six days. Some of you needed that. <laughs> so hopefully people are thinking now, what am I spending my money on? Which artist am I investing in? Who's going to invest back in me or into Who's things I care about? Who's going to invest back in you? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know whether people believe in death of artist or death of author. You know, that kind of like, uh, can we really separate the artist from the, from the yeah. art? But I, I do. I do believe in that. You, but you also have a bit of sense where you know that you're able to kind of not invest value and time. Yeah. Oh, yes. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. I think what that also needs i'm not going to go and see these artists like i'm not buying exactly. much i'm not going to concerts if it comes up on my, on Honestly, my playlist i won't skip it that's pretty much as far as it goes that's if you're, really if what you're it featured is. on a song i like lucky you that's it and really and truly with the streaming sites that we all use anyway these artists aren't getting paid so it's fine but i'm just saying that like true, i feel like we honest. just need to go back to that that argument if you want to say oh we're separating the artist from the art yeah. just think about what you invest in that artist mm-hmm. and think about whether or not that is an, a worthy investment that is actually giving you return because I don't feel like it is. I feel like it's a money pit. Yeah. I feel like you're you're investing your values and your time. Even the artists themselves, th- even they are putting the money <laughs> back in Gucci's hands. Back, in, back into Gucci's back hands. Back in Ferragamo's hands. And every hands. fashion, you know, every fashion week, we see, we see Gucci doing racist things. You see, Michael Kors you doing racist things. You see where your money's thing. going. Because these everybody artists are doing pumping their money thing. to Mercedes. And yet, Lambo, everybody, Bugatti, everybody, yeah. exactly. And yet all these, everybody always got, is up in arms. Or oh, they had models in dreadlocks but they were all white or whatever and they say that, oh expect? we're gonna boycott gucci we're gonna do this that and the other and then when payday comes i see you in selfridges with a gucci bag it's a fact okay because fact. jada wader or lil baby or whoever is also had that bag and you wanted it too yep image what are you investing all of this is just image gang image we're not spack nation people. stop it image is killing our people 
Spack Nation is killing our people, yo. Spack Nation is killing our people. <laughs> it's killing our people, yo. But this is this is literally what it is. We just need to just calm like this is the time now because we're all working well, we're all at home anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, I know things are opening and Boris Johnson is moving mad and thinking that like, just because you can relax lockdown things that have grown us over, but that, we're all at oh, home. Every time I hear that you pork have face time. His name, that pork <laughs> face prick, it just gets me so angry. Uh, Nothing, but oh. Everybody, you it's, have the time. We anyway. are at home. We've been at home. Yeah. We're still at home. We're probably going to be at home until like December or whatever for people who are like coming off furlough and things like that. Yes. We're going to be at home for a long periodically time. This is the time to think about what you are investing your time and yourself in, especially as a black person. Because mm-hmm. listen, people don't care about us. Look around they and don't. see people don't care about you. Look around and count on your one hand, on one finger even, who's caring about you. In fact, count the people... We even let you include the people that are pretending to care. Because some companies... That are pretending have, to care. Some of them didn't even care. Some of them didn't even try to pretend. Until now. <laughs> Until now. What was it, it the NFL said? What was it the NFL said about how they don't really think there's a racist issue? Or a racial issue? But, the, in but then they have, a, they have a team called the Redskins. The Redskins. Do you know what I'm saying? As if Kaepernick and then the Redskins who, who wasn't right a, pl- a player of, 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 the, of the Redskins. Did he not get anyway? It's ridiculous. These are the people that the we're nerve. investing our time in. Think about it. Just think about it. Think about it. Because really and truly, there's many ways in that we are all. I'm not saying that I'm not complicit, but there's many ways that we are all still funding. Oh, no. We all are. We all are institutional racism. We all are, yep. and we just need to think about how we can curb that. Because mm-hmm. if it takes a man getting killed on video which by the way y'all need to stop sharing those damn videos because then people die in peace oh my gosh where's the dignity for their families but anyway <sighs> I'm, I'm torn on that because on one hand I'm like you're right you're fully right people because I, I can only imagine the amount of people that have found out about their dead relative from Twitter I can imagine people scrolling and being like wait who? what? oh my god that must be the most traumatising thing in the world but on the other hand I do feel like ugh we kind of need to see because if we didn't see that George Floyd video who knows like nothing would have happened there would be no riot yeah of course like there would be no I riot know, right now I know it's important for us to watch these things I just I'm me torn. personally I could read the article oh, no. if it was my family I would be fuming if that thing got posted I would be angry as heck but at the same time I mean I don't know I don't know like I think it's a, I think it's important. Like the I, and also the girl who recorded the videos, she's actually been getting a lot of online abuse because people are like, "Why are you recording instead of doing nothing?" Even though she was a seventeen-year-old girl, so what was she supposed to do? Also, she's black. So what was she oh, supposed yeah. to do? Well, was she, is she going to turn into Black Panther and kill the man? What's going on? I was anyway, say, like people that say, "Oh yeah, people around should do something." Like, what do you want them to do? What? what, like, what these, if they're killing him? Are him they not going to kill me? <laughs> Are they not going to kill me also? So I should die. So we should all die together. So we should all die. I was going to say, we, everybody should die now. So we should all just die. We should all just collapse and die because we don't... And like, be what no are we film. supposed to do? Anyway, um, I, my point was, I've digressed so much, but the point was that yeah. like it's really important. And what she did was really important because now there's mm-hmm. a global movement, literally because of what she did. Yep. But... I just feel like, especially black people, yo, you don't owe these niggas nothing. You don't need to watch the video. You can just, you can get the highlights. You don't need to watch it. For your own peace. Like, I know that if I go out in the street and the police don't look at me sideways, like, that's it. I'm dead. 
Like, yeah. I know. I know that shit. I don't need to watch it. For some people, like, some people, like, you need to see it. You need to feel the pain. You need to be there. For me, it's too much trauma. I don't, and mm-hmm. I just feel like once we've all seen it, why are we still sharing still, it? Yeah. Yeah, no. I guess because the most for irresponsible some people, thing like, for me. Yeah. Sorry. I think the most irresponsible thing for me was when I was seeing the video on CNN and BBC. That was the thing that I was like, really? Yeah. On CNN and BBC? Yeah. Like, on Twitter. Twitter is a watchless place. Twitter, like, we, we've seen people's all sorts of things on Twitter. Like, I completely understand if there is a video with that kind of content on a website where, like, they don't really even monitor what they're putting out there, right? Yeah, but yeah. on daytime television, I don't want to see a man kneeling on George Floyd's, like, neck. I don't want to see that. Mm. I don't want to see. I feel like you can report on it and know, but why, why are you put, doing that? Like, think about the trauma that these families have that now on daytime news... They can't, even watch, they can't watch anything. They can't even they, watch daytime news social media without seeing the worst. their son oh, being gosh. killed. What is that? Let people, like... Let people obviously, mourn. these... Let people mourn. Let people have the dignity because they've already been killed with such little respect. Let them die in dignity. Let them die in dignity. It's just too much. It's too much. And okay. if it was me, if it was my family, I would be pissed off off yeah. i'd be calling oh, yeah. Same. everybody in cnn is paying me compensation fees because what yep. why are you doing that did you yep. even get permission from the family to be showing that just because you got permission from the twitter user who posted it doesn't mean that you've got permission from the family yeah it's, it's nasty it's really the fa- irresponsible the fact that we the fact that we even have to have this conversation is mad because I just this conversation I, only goes off the premise that a black person is going to be killed by police because of racism, which is in itself literally is a, that's a ridiculous underlying assumption to be working with. But hey, so it is, man. Ugh, what a month! What an awful month! But time for it growth. is what it is. Honestly, it is what it is. A necessary month for growth, man. The plan was to, you know say something light towards the end but nope that's all <laughs> racism isn't light yep. <laughs> so just There's deal with it literally, literally serious issue we felt like we so yeah guys we felt like we should talk about this at least once because I well, personally I didn't want to rush to talk about it because I, I think it's responsible to just go out there and just say rubbish without coming yeah. to your thoughts and making sense yeah it's not by force to be we also wanted to keep the conversation going in some way you know mm-hmm. we we obviously again our podcast is a music podcast um we do end up talking a lot of, about black issues by default that it is usually black artists that we do review yeah um but we don't really set out to give too much of like a social commentary um i don't feel like we're both equipped for that yeah. um we can put together some resources if people are still looking for places to donate and things like that. That's completely fine. I did that for work. I can do that for anyone, really, if they if that's mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Um, but we did want to keep the conversation going because, you know, it has died down a little bit on social media and we don't feel like um, it's a... Like, <laughs> you've probably heard from this, we don't feel like it's a a short conversation to have. Yep. Um, it's your stuff, just wanted to, It's It's a it would be irresponsible of us to just kind of jump on a bandwagon and just release a, uh, an episode, especially since, you know, also we need time to kind of process and then come yeah, back man. to you guys. This month has been like... exhausting for both of us. Yeah. Ooh, woo-chow, woo-chow. 
it's been a very exhausting like couple of weeks for everybody uh for everybody yep. black for us personally and also with this and with everything that's been going on we just wanted to make sure that we had like a time where we're just kind of like venting and having a conversation but you know making sure that people um knew that we did we weren't just ignoring the situation that we did just want to have like time mm-hmm. to come back to it yeah, yeah that's a fact so with that being said with do that you have any said. good songs of the week <laughs> um <laughs> i don't have any like, i don't know if i have any like social commentary ones because i've actually been actively trying not to listen to anything like that, i was gonna say like it's, it's been I was too just much about to say i've literally tried my best to calm myself down and listen to happy stuff <laughs> It's a happy, like, crazy, like, things that just kind of have nothing to do with anything. So I was listening to the Idlewild album by Outkast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, I guess my song of the week is Hollywood Divorce um, by Outkast featuring Snoop Dogg and Lil Wayne. Probably one of my favorite Lil Wayne verses. Probably. He had a good it's run. Just- that he had a good run of features and then all i think everybody on that track they just knew we were in the presence of greatness mm-hmm. we can't be playing around with yeah. our verses today everybody has to be on their game and that's what they were and so that's that's my song of the week yep do you have okay. anything i have one by knowledge it's called don't be afraid it's from Ooh. his 1988 Ooh. beat tape that he dropped a few months ago I've just, I haven't, I haven't, like, I haven't stopped listening to this song since. Oh, it's amazing. Good choice. I think it's the intro track or one of the first songs, but yeah. Fantastic. Go check that out. Bad songs, I guess just J. Cole's. Apart from J. Cole's, actually. Are there any? People haven't really dropped music. Uh, Trolls by Nicki Minaj and Oh my days. Six Nine. Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. I oh, didn't God. listen to it because I don't want to give Six Nine any of my stream plays. God. I don't want to give it to him. Um, but she what said is, that what is going on but there? she said she said that all of the proceeds are going towards black lives matter for trolls i'm mm. not involved i don't know why she keeps in, uh, involving herself with sex mm. offenders your brother was a sex oh, offender wow. and you had to denounce no and you had to denounce him then you go into and married a sex offender and now you're working with a sex offender so what was the point of denouncing your brother if you're just going to marry somebody like him let's start there well Wow. So oh. that's my bad song of the week. Fair Nicki enough. Minaj. Oh, Nika Mirage. That's my bad song of the week. Even yeah. have to call you by your government because you're moving a bit <laughs> mad. <laughs> you're moving very, very, very mad. She does. I, I don't. Mm, I was trying to think why is. You know what? They are, I think it is the same like music mogul that kind of owns them, owns them both. So maybe it was like a, hey, you two, go make a song together or else. Yeah, that's but she's only, always... That's the only reason I could think. But I feel like we can acknowledge that point where she can be like, no. No, maybe. exactly. She can say no. She's earned her right to say no. But it depends who. A... It depends who it is that told her to make the song. Because if it's like, what, like head of Warner, then I, I, I'd understand it. Like, there is no no. Go and do it now or else. Which I guess is fair enough. I like, highly doubt that the head of Warner would make her work with somebody who's involved in the federal court. I mean, Takashi, the, the head of... Is it one I'm thinking of? Lucius Grange? Like, his son is the one that signed Takashi. Which is why... <sighs> yes. 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 Which is... Like, he manages... He, he either manages him or signed him. 
Word to Q-tip. Record company people are shady. So, yes. So that is why we're going to hear Takashi for a long time. Because there's a... Him and his lace front braids. Yes. Because there's some... There's some serious vested interest in that boy. We're going to hear a lot from him. And I'm pretty sure Nikki's under the same umbrella. So I feel as if we're going to hear... I feel like I feel like that's why that song happened. Maybe. Maybe I was just guessing. I don't know. I don't know. But pff, hey. <laughs> it is what it is. Um Yeah, so those are our good songs, our bad songs. Black Lives Matter always and forever. Always um, and forever. Keep the conversation going. Keep donating. Keep trying to sign. Keep doing things. Keep your foot on yes. the gas. Don't all the all don't the change the orgs a, yeah, in the UK. All the, oh, all the petition not parliament. Petition, sign yeah, them please. all because it UK takes based a minute. people especially stop signing change.orgs because they are not going to be- debate them in parliament if yes. they actually will throw them out because it's a change.org and not a petition, a parliament petition form. Please yes. use the petition website. That's what it's there for. They have to debate it in parliament after a certain number of signatures. I think it's 100k. Yes. Please, 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 please use the Sh- correct Sh- format. Shukri Abdi, everybody that in the UK yes, especially Yes. There's a lot please. of them out there. Please. There's a lot of them out there, especially the Shukri Abdi ones. Please, if you're going to help that family, please use the correct resources. Again, if you need us to put resources up, we will. So please, please, yes. please, 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 um, just don't use the correct resources. Um, mm-hmm. Don't stop doing what you're doing because we there was a bit of significant change in this past month, even with all the trauma. So, you know, don't let it all go, be in vain. Don't let it all yep. be in vain. I think that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, you said it all. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Guys, we're back again. Like I said, your favourite Debbie parents. Debbie dads. We're going to go to the store now. I don't know when we'll come back. (laughs) I don't know when I'll come back. I'm going to go and buy milk. Yeah. We'll say this evening, but I said in the evening. I didn't say, we didn't say which evening. Okay, so. Yeah, we'll come back. Fuck around and end up good night. Keep safe. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your mental health strong. And keep yeah. your mental health strong. Um, keep safe. And if you need to, you know, mute certain words on Twitter just to like give yourself some space, do it. It's worth it. Definitely. Alright. Alright. We're gone. We're done. I'm Maxine. I'm Daniel. And this was Bunya Fields. Bye. Yes. See you next week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>